the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on the word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents and grandparents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Did you hear what happened at one of our Ohio middle schools a few months ago? I did report on it at the time, but with everything that's that's happening, I didn't get to spend as much time on it as I wanted. And so I want to get back to this issue. And today we're going to talk to a dedicated parent activist in that community who will fill us in on what's happening there as well as what it means in a larger sense. Gail Lero is a former middle school teacher, a mother, a grandmother, and a lifelong Buckeye. And here's how she described her background when I asked her. She said she was born and raised in Northeast Ohio, and after working many years in the corporate worlds of law and medicine, she transitioned into the educational realm where she taught in both a large urban school district as well as in two suburban private Christian schools. She has devoted her time the past few years to fighting the radical indoctrination of children in Ohio schools and informing parents and other citizens of the slow erosion of parental rights. But in addition to this work, she spends the rest of her time pretending she's retired as she cares for the cutest grandsons on the planet, and she tries to be devoted a devoted wife to her husband, Bob, helps tend their 10 acres of some of Medina County's finest green space, 
and living out the age-old battle of man versus nature. So here's what I would say also about Gail. She is an astute follower of current events and educational policy, and we could actually have a great discussion with her for hours. But today, we are going to talk with Gail about what's been going on in her school district of Brunswick, Ohio. So welcome, Gail, to Mission America Radio. Hi, Linda. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so glad you were willing to come on the show because uh, you and I chat in our some of our mutual friend um, text groups and so on uh, a lot, and you are always so astute. Um, you're one of the people who really gets it about what's going on in our culture and our school, and you've observed this in your own school district, and you connect with many of the parents and, and citizens there, so just is a, in a general sense, as a result uh, of what you've seen on the ground in Brunswick, there are some horrendous things that have taken place recently. Tell us about your community first before we go into the specifics. Is it full of strange radicals, Marxists, and revolutionaries, or is it just your normal, typical suburban community in Ohio today? Well, Brunswick is actually a very family-friendly community, and it's even been rated by certain, you know, online organizations as one of the nicest suburbs to uh, move into as uh, especially a family with children. But just like so many other, uh, you know, suburbs and cities these days, while we've got, you know, a broad spectrum of people living there, we are seeing a lot more uh, radicalization um, of, uh, you know, the people that live here, and they're being very open about it and uh, pretty active. And pretty bold, I think, because um, back in March, there was an incident that ended up being reported throughout Ohio, as well as in national media, about two eighth grade girls in a social-emotional learning class. Um, so just describe to us, uh, for us, what happened. Yeah, well, briefly, what took place was uh, it's a class that they um, they call it Pride Time. Uh, a lot of us have problems with that, incidentally. And during this Pride Time, this is when all of the social and emotional learning activities take place. And apparently, there were two girls that uh, had come up with some crazy scheme that they wanted to do this wedding, and the teacher uh, gave it the go-ahead. And so during this time, uh, and it was before the spring break, they spent about 10 minutes during the end of the class acting out a wedding. And it was one eighth grade girl carrying, I'm not kidding, a bouquet of flowers um, and before she came in with, uh, I believe it was her mother that was walking her down this aisle, the, a, a male teacher was strewing little flower petals or something. Uh, then uh, he, you know, stops in front of the second girl who is the quote bride unquote so you know mm -hmm. and uh and and they had rings to exchange linda uh they were uh some kind of lollipop rings or something ring pops i think they call them and then they even wrote vows ahead of time and this is what took place in a large group of students uh and again yes eighth grade students and and this uh came out because one of the students took a 
TikTok video of it uh, or put it up on TikTok? Yeah, um, yeah, Linda. What happened was uh, a parent uh, whose child was friends with the, the boy who took the video, he, somehow he got a hold of this video, and he's the one who released it. So the, the sad truth is, had this gentleman not done this, we probably still wouldn't know about it because they certainly weren't going to be advertising it, but that's how it all got let out. Yes, and you know, that kind of uh, uh, very, very questionable things are probably happening in schools throughout the nation every day. Oh, yeah. We don't find oh. out unless somebody does this. And so, it, you know, we, we uh, moan sometimes and, and bewail the problems with the smartphone, but it does give us information where we can we can follow up on. So what was the reaction in your uh, local community when this came out? Okay, well, the community was, I would say, overall pretty outraged about it. Um, one of the big questions that was asked uh, is, okay, if this is going on behind closed doors, what else is going on that we, you know that we don't know about? And um, shocker, the superintendent of the schools had no idea this took place. And uh, really, other than the four teachers that were in this classroom, and that's another notable point, that there were four teachers all participating in this uh, charade, um, and not one of them had the uh, good sense to think, hmm, maybe this isn't such a good idea. But the superintendent, you know, got wind of all of it, and uh, then he sent out um, an email to the community. So any parent who's on the, you know, big giant email list in the school district, and by the way, I want to add this. This school is one of the, it is, I believe, the largest school district in Medina County. So we're talking about a lot of kids here. Uh, but he did send out what I call a damage control email. And essentially, he just said this was a fun and lighthearted way that they were launching into spring break. Fun and lighthearted. Same sex so-called marriage or a mock ceremony therein that is highly offensive to millions of Americans and probably thousands of people in Medina County. I mean, is that amazing? Well, what, what was your reaction when you heard of the fun and lighthearted uh, principal's, re superintendent's reaction? I, I was, well, first of all, I was appalled because it was such a flippant remark to make, fun and lighthearted. Um, and obviously, it's such a waste of classroom time and resources. And as a former teacher, I know that time is kind of your enemy as a teacher. And you need every available minute of time to devote to academics. So I was just shocked of what a waste of time. We don't have time to you know, act out a wedding uh, any wedding, let alone a lesbian wedding. Um, the superintendent also went on to say that this was not a lesbian wedding and that this was just something done in friendship. But, you know, we call it what it is. Two yeah. girls getting married. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's a right. lesbian wedding. Right, exactly. And, and you know, I remember, and you'll remember this too, um, I think about this in terms of the legalization of same-sex so-called marriage. Remember back before it was legalized when liberals would scornfully say to us conservatives, well, why do you care? How would someone else's same-sex marriage affect you? So this is how it changes what is taught in schools because it becomes normalized throughout the culture. Have you had a similar reaction? 
Absolutely. In fact, one of the parents I spoke with about this said essentially just that, that the children today, they are so immersed into this in the middle schools, probably even more so in some ways than in the high schools, and that they don't even understand that this isn't normal that this is something, an aberration, and that why are we upset about this? They just don't even realize it. Right. And when you don't teach much about history, one of the things I would love for people to be taught um, in history is the history of the radical uh, homosexual and now gender confusion movement and how this is very recent history and it's not based on fact and and let's go back even to genesis 19 and sodom and gomorrah but um that's just me i would love to see that but okay gail you're a former middle school teacher i just want you to react to this thought i have because i was a middle school teacher for a brief time too, a number of decades ago. Middle school seems to me to attract many radical teachers and staff. And is it because this is a very vulnerable time for students and those who want to influence kids toward liberal values are drawn to this age group? Or what is it? Am I wrong in thinking that? No, I really don't think you're wrong. I I know for myself, I was drawn into that age group, middle school, because I felt that that was an age when kids are starting to feel out who they really are. Um, you know, they, they you know they understand sarcasm and how to use it, and you can have a little bit of that repartee going back and forth mm-hmm. um, with the kids. You know, little children, if you joke with them, you might hurt their feelings. Right. They don't quite understand it. So once you're getting into like seventh and eighth grade, you can have a lot of fun with kids, mm-hmm. and I, I did have a lot of fun with my kids. I absolutely love that age group and enjoyed it very much but it is a very vulnerable age because they are you know coming into their sexuality of course because of you know puberty and all of that and you know starting to look at girls and boys and you know the ways that adults would you know uh, look at boys and girls you know having uh, affection for them and so forth and so it's just um an age where you can really mess with their minds because they're on the precipice. They're they're still very much children, though. So that that gives it, it makes them much more vulnerable. I think mm-hmm. there were already some grave concerns about some previous actions of this school district, and this same middle school was implicated in how they behind the scenes concealed some things from parents. And I I don't know uh, that we'll have enough time before we want to take a break here to uh, cover this, but let's just give a very, very quick, um, a quick hit on this, and then we will come back to it. So tell us what happened. Okay. Well, through a whistleblower, what we found out was there was an internal email that was sent to all certified and classified staff. So essentially everyone at the middle school sent by the principal of the middle school, essentially instructing the staff that they were not to notify or alert parents in any way should a child wish to be referred to as pronouns that did not agree with their biology. Wow. Wow. 
And we've been talking with Gail Lara, who is a former teacher, now an advocate for parents' rights, academics, and sound values in our schools. And she has been describing recent disturbing actions in the Brunswick, Ohio school system. Is it appropriate or even legal for schools to hide a student's gender confusion from parents? Well, stay with us on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We will be right back following these messages. Friends, I want to make sure you know about all the resources you can access at our missionamerica.com website. And also, I want to make sure you know you now have the option of a safe, secure online donation at Mission America if you are so moved to support our ministry. So go to missionamerica.com for more information. And thank you so much for your prayers and support. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we've been talking today on Mission America Radio with Gail Laro, who is a former teacher, now an advocate for parents' rights, academics, and sound values in education. She's describing recent, very disturbing actions by the Brunswick, Ohio schools. So let's continue with our interview. Okay, so just tell us a little bit more about this issue with the privacy, concealing gender confusion while at school from parents. And we know this has become a policy in many schools around Ohio, around the country. I think some of the attorneys are advising school boards that you have to do this by law, which is not true. That is not the case. So tell us what the reaction was in the community. Did people, did this word get out? I mean, I know Protect Ohio Children, we got it out, and you're, you are network quite well with Protect Ohio Children. How was the reaction in the community? Well, there were actually two reactions to that. One was that we made it up. There were people that said that this email was a fiction, it was created, and that this was not happening. And then the other reaction was that, you know, of course, appropriately, many parents were appalled and upset and did reach out to the middle school principal. Emails were sent, and the email uh, that would be sent back um, to the uh, concerned parents would say that this is what the legal team had instructed them to do. And so they would give them some kind of boilerplate legalese that came from a law firm down in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And it is not law, which you just said, and you are 100% correct on that. But then parents don't really understand the law and especially specifically educational law. And then they just kind of thought, oh, oops, well, this is the law. Now what are we going to do? But you know, I do want to just say one thing. There is a contingent of people in this community that are all on board with all of this. They think this is great. You need to protect kids from their horrible parents that might not be agreeing with them doing these things. So so I don't want to, you know, pretend that those people aren't out there because they are. Well, that's true. People have been totally brainwashed. When I, you know, I start off my program by saying I used to be a liberal too. When I was a middle school teacher, I was 
a liberal. I remember hearing even back then about, well, there are some things, you know, you just want to kind of bypass parents if you can. I remember that in the 1970s. So this has been going along around for a long time. And uh, that does not reflect the vast majority of families and parents, correct? I mean, that, that we have yeah. to be afraid of parents. Well, I think there is this element of that in schools where the teachers somehow have decided that they're smarter than the parents and that they know more. I mean, they took their, you know, ed classes at college and uh, somehow they're just suddenly experts on all things kids, which is totally untrue. And so, yeah, there's some of that. But, you know, the other side of it is there are a lot of teachers out there that are totally not on board with this. In fact, the son of the father who let that mock lesbian video go, he had had a teacher approach him privately in the school and just say, hey, honey, you know, I think what your dad did was great. So we know there are teachers that are totally not on board. Unfortunately, they're afraid. They're afraid of the union. They're afraid of their co-workers. And so they stay silent. Yeah. Yeah. Middle schoolers are and like high schoolers are we're, we're experiencing more and more mental health problems with kids today. And there's something that you wrote a while back. Um, I just I thought it was really fantastic. I'm going to read it and then you can follow up on it. So you wrote that, you wrote, I taught seventh graders. Sometimes their thoughts and feelings were not quite grounded in reality. Faulty feelings of inadequacy, incompetence, worthlessness, or other distorted beliefs, if given fuel, can rule over the rational mind, leading to insecurity, anxiety, or more severe mental illness. Over the years, I counseled many students experiencing problems at home or school. Stress can create serious disturbances in the mind. Children are especially vulnerable, however, because they have neither maturity nor a fully developed frontal cortex to assist with thinking, thought analysis, and regulation of behavior. When experiencing conflicting ideas or doubts about themselves, it is wrong to encourage them to believe in a false reality. As educators, we cannot allow our personal interests to override or betray our fiduciary fiduciary duty to protect the children entrusted to us. So, wow, when I read this, Gail, I thought this is so profound. So tell us what prompted you to write this. Well, actually, what prompted me to write that was I went down and spoke before the State Board of Education back in October of 2022 when there was a resolution to protect our children in the schools so that males could not use female spaces and vice versa. Of course, there was a large group of people going down there saying we have to protect the children who have these confusing thoughts. And, you know, they, that, that's kind of what they keep hiding behind. That's the mantle they wear. It's all about the safety and protection of the children. But really, that that's not true. If you and I went back to our middle school days, can you even imagine if we were able to make lifelong decisions about things going on. As I mentioned, definitely the frontal lobe is not fully developed. And we know that it doesn't even really fully develop till probably around age 25 or 26. Mm -hmm. So middle school kids are not even close to being there yet. And something even more interesting is as they're developing at that age and they are getting the hormones now, you know, coursing through their bodies, those hormones are integral to brain development. And so um, when they talk about things like puberty blockers, oh my goodness, you are totally messing with their brain chemistry. It's terrifying. And just back to the kids, 
the kids, they're inundated with all kinds of images and things coming at them. When we were young, it was television, a lot of television in the music industry, you know? I mean, I had pictures of like, who, who did I have up on my wall? Like David Cassidy or something mm-hmm. like that, right. you know? And so the kids are getting hit from all sides from this stuff and they need someone to help them. This is opening the door for absolutely no boundaries and just chaos coming in. And it's it's a recipe for disaster and we're seeing that definitely in the mental health area yeah we really are i'm afraid we're going to have to wrap up and that's going to be all the time we're going to have so how can our listeners here pray for you gail oh my goodness well listeners please pray for me pray pray for all of us who are out there on the front lines doing this kind of work pray that the lord will raise up more people to join us because you know the harvest is plenty but the workers are few so please pray and pray especially for the children pray that the lord will protect them from all of this evil that's surrounding them that is my heart my heart going into teaching was for the children and my heart now it's all about the children oh gail thank you for your courage in stepping out and for being engaged and so well informed and we will have you back in the future so thank you so much thank you linda very much and just remember friends that with god all things are still possible i hope you have a great day for more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon at 1 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.